This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. This is the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams. Glad to be with you. And uh, we're sitting here in my office. I am joined by Christine Holmberg. Thank you for making your way over to the VVP. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks so much for having me, Eric. Where do we usually find you on a normal work day? Sitting in my office in my house. Nice, nice. The home office thing. We were chatting about that, the yeah. pros and cons of that. Uh, you know, I've had it for many years as a youth pastor before I did everything. So I appreciate the marinating and the laundry aspect, but it does distract me. Yes, it does distract. It's funny you say laundry because I threw a couple loads in yesterday while I was doing some work. There you go. And you feel like doubly productive, don't you? Well, I do. I mean, I feel like if you are in an office and you get up and you're going to the water cooler, you're going to the kitchen to get something, you're chatting with your coworkers. So if I'm throwing in a load of laundry, it's no different. There you go. I like it. Um, I, I, we make this joke because uh, I think of you and your organization as being outside all the time. To even have an office is kind of uh, you know crazy in my brain. But uh, tell me about Foresight. Tell me about uh, this organization so we can actually learn about it. And then I want to hear how you got involved. And I have so many questions. <laughs> okay. Well, Foresight, uh, we started as Foresight Ski Guides back in 2001. And basically, we provide ski guides for blind and low vision youth and adults. We take them out in Vail and Beaver Creek, and it's it provides opportunity for people who are blind and have low vision to learn about confidence, to to create self-worth, because they're out there doing something that most people with sight don't think that they can do. Yes. And for them to be out there, to have this experience, you know, you'll ask them afterwards, and they're like, I feel so free. I feel like I'm flying. It's the only place in my life where I get speed, that sense of speed. And, and it truly is a transformative experience. And so, yeah, I mean, we've kept it going. We've, we have modified the name a little bit this last year. We're now Foresight Adventure Guides for the Blind. And that's because we started summer camps two years ago. That's so cool. I'm so excited. I mean, I've, I've, you've seen the, the vests on the mountain and so forth, and so I have an idea, but uh, to hear that this is summer-based as well it makes me so excited. Keep going. <laughs> well, and when I joined the organization back in 2019, one of the things that I was tasked with doing was starting a summer camp. There were a number of senior guides, guides that had been with the organization from the beginning, who felt that we should expand into the summer market. Not everybody likes to ski, not everybody likes the cold, so why not offer these transformative experiences in the summer also? So I was brought on in 2019 and that was one of my my tasks. Well, then we hit COVID. Our founder retired. Well, first our founder retired. I took over as executive director. Then we had COVID. You know, this has been the first year that feels normal since I started, to be quite honest. So it's been very exciting. (laughs) That's one word for it. (laughs) (laughs) And so finally, two years ago, we were able to launch a summer camp. We have two camps up here in the Vale Valley. They're three-day camps. Well, started as two-day. Now we're up to three-day camps. Kids come up here, a lot of the same kids who come up with our ski program will come up to the summer camps. We also attract some new families to the summer camp who, you know, haven't skied with us or didn't know about the ski program. And when you say kids come up, what's the region that we're pulling from? Most of our kids come from the Front Range and Colorado School for the Deaf and the Blind. Cool. So that's where the majority of our kids come from. In the winter, we have had some families come in from out of state that have found us online that, like, we we had a family two years ago and the mom called me in October and she was like, 
In June, my son had perfect vision. In September, he was legally blind. Like literally over the summer, hmm. he lost his sight. And he was maybe 12 or 13 years old. Been a lifelong skier. They've spent a lot of time skiing in Tahoe. Great skier. Yeah. But now he had this vision impairment that he had to deal with. So they came out here. We took him out for about a week. And I mean, it was an amazing experience for him. And he learned that he could continue doing what he had loved, what he loved to do and what he had always done. He can continue doing that, even though he's now struggling with yeah. or learning how to navigate vision loss. Yeah. As a father of a 13 year old, I cannot even imagine what that family is going through. And can I even imagine the, you know, the relief and the, the happiness they get to feel when they get to you know, be with an organization like that. What he gets to feel. I'm just, that's a, that's a touching story. Thank you. You're not supposed to make me cry on a podcast. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not host of this thing. I can't. But, but you can think, of, and you know what, that's just one of so many different stories. How long has Foresight uh, been around? Foresight Ski Guides originally, but... Uh, sure, since um, t- uh, 2001, t- so, so 22 2001. years. So approximately how many people do you think? And I know, by the way, all of you out there in Radio Land, I'm just, this is no prompting. This is just having fun and having a conversation. But uh, how, long, how many people do you think you've served? Oh my gosh, over the whole 22 years? <laughs> I mean, that's a big number. Oh my gosh, I'm going to say, well... I don't know, 1,200, 1,500? That's unbelievable. That's I don't know such... if my math was good. No, was that's such to... a good number. Well, I how was many... trying to think like if we did 60 people a year, yeah. and we usually do more than that. I think we did, I think we had 66 or 70 this year times 20. So that would be what, 140, and then yeah. it's 22 years. So I don't know, around 1,500 probably <laughs> over the years. Wow. Uh, talk to me. Um, I want to know about uh, where the, the guides come from. And uh, are we drawing from local talent? Are people coming from other places? Or does it a certification? How does one get into this? Sure. I would say D, all of the above. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we have local guides that live in the Vale Valley that work with us. We have a lot of guides from Denver. And that's probably about half and half. It's probably half Denver-based, half the Vale Valley. And then we have some randoms. Like we have a woman who lives in Nashville. And she comes out for the winter, spends the winter here. And she volunteers with us. We have a guy who lives in Del Mar in Southern California, just north of San Diego. He comes out several times a year to participate with our program. We've got, um, is there anybody else from out of state? I don't know if there's anyone from out of state, anyone else, but those are our two main out of state yeah. folks that, oh, we had a couple from Santa Barbara that used to come out and then they just, it just wasn't working for them anymore due to you know illness and, and injuries and so forth. We had a guy from, Massachusetts, who would come and spend the winter here and guide with us, a former board member. I think that's so neat. That uh, really neat. I mean, it's a service in a completely new way. So what does it take to be able to serve like this? So for the ski program, I mean, you've got to be at least a strong intermediate or advanced skier, you know, because safety is our number one priority. So Absolutely. you've got to be able to ski. You've got to be able to look around while you're skiing to make sure you're protecting that blind skier and the guide if you are a shadow. The shadow is the person who skis behind the group, making sure that everybody is safe. And then once you become a guide, you've got to be able to, again, you know, scan the slope, make sure nobody's going to ski right in between the group and potentially hit somebody. Mm -hmm. And so definitely being a strong skier is part of it. We do training, like a two-day training at the beginning of December. Bring everybody in and just do a refresher. We do a lot of role-playing on the hill. I mean, I've done it, and I'm not a guide or a shadow, but I participated in it just because the more I know, the more I can explain it to people and recruit people. And then we ask for a 10-day commitment. 
we're getting a little bit, I don't want to say we're getting lenient on that, but when you have working class people, working class, when you have working people, like yeah. people who are full-time workers. <laughs> no, that's, I got it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, who are wanting to participate, they work full-time. Yeah. So they can't always be up here Mondays and Tuesdays, which is when we host the school groups. Or, you know, maybe they can only be here on a weekend. We try to stay away from weekends just because they're busier, but this year... We ski many weekends because that's when people can get up here. You know, families are on vacation. People who are working during the week, blind people who are working during the week come up. Like, that's when they can ski. So we are, you know, we're trying to accommodate an individual's schedule because really what we want is them here. Because the experience that the guides get out of it is just as powerful as what the, we call them VIPs, visually impaired participants. (laughs) So the guides are getting just as much out of it as the VIPs are. Yes. And so we want to be able to accommodate as many people as possible. That's cool that you recognize that and uh, and lean into that and, and what a service that is to both the guides and the participants. Uh, summer camps are coming up June 19th through 21st and July 10th through 12th. Take me through uh, a day in the life of or a quick recap of what that might look like because I'm hoping there's someone out there who's listening who knows someone who's visually impaired and that's the connection they're going to make. Like, oh, this camp sounds amazing. So what's the, uh, it's an elevator pitch, but we're in a nice long elevator. It's a really big building. (laughs) Perfect. Well, first I want to say, I know that there are, I know there are kids in this valley who have some sort of vision loss. Mm -hmm. We want those kids in our program. We, we operate in Eagle County. There's no reason why we cannot serve people in this county. I was approached by two people this winter who did not get back to me. (laughs) Like we want to serve people in this valley because we know they exist. Yeah. So that, that's, my, that's my pitch right there. But the summer camp, three days, they come up. The first day this year, we'll probably spend on Vail Mountain and just do a day up at Epic Discovery. We're going to hike. We're going to have walking mountains, do an hour and a half to two hour presentation where we're going to listen to bird sounds and do like bird sound matching games and animal agility jumping and, and things on the nature trail awesome. and you know and then the coaster and you know some yeah. of the fun stuff but it's also going to be educational because we want the kids to be learning things as well then uh day two will probably be horseback riding and then stand up paddle boarding with a little bit of archery thrown in there we're also going to introduce beep kickball this year which i recently learned about oh i'm excited about this i idea. am so excited about i think that. i have some ideas right the bases are going to make some noise the ball is going to make noise. So the ball makes noise. Yep. The bases, we're going to use tambourines. Oh. And so it's a little bit different. You have first base and third base. Yep. You've got five people out in the outfield. And the person, when they're ready, the person who's up will, they have, three, you know, three, not, not three chances, but, you know, three strikes you're out. Sure. But they'll kick it. And then one of the bases, they'll shake the tambourine and then that person will have to run to the base or to the tambourine before somebody in the field catches the ball yep super cool so i'm excited to do that i want to do this uh this is something i'm going to be doing on the golf course in eagleville by the way we play kickball all the time oh do you neighborhood kids and so forth i'm going to introduce beep kickball i want to i want to figure this out yeah a little a little awareness too you know could be a good lesson well, you can come out and do it when we do it. Oh, that and, sounds and fun. And try it out. You can, you can borrow our kickball <laughs> if we you go. need to. <laughs> the beep ball. Thank the beep, you. Yeah, the beep ball. Exactly. <laughs> and then the third day will be rock climbing. Nice. That, that's usually how we wrap up our campus with kickball, or pardon me, with rock climbing. Yeah. 
and then send everybody home. How empowering for, like you say, guides and participants, but uh, what a cool uh, option. June 19th through 21st, July 10th through 12th. Um, so here's the kind of last question as we're wrapping things up, but uh, I'm giving you a magic wand right now that you can wave and make something happen in this organization. We're five years down the line. What, what would it be? What's your, what's your goal with, uh, and your dream with this? I can see you nodding right now. But that's the part I miss about uh, this not being on television is uh, I can see you nodding and your eyes starting to glow. You have a goal for this. Of course. I mean, we all have to have goals, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, five years down the line, I would love to be in a position where – the program is flourishing. We are serving more people from Colorado, from Eagle County, that, you know, our camps are overflowing, that we've got community involvement as guides. And, you know, I'm a nonprofit so that we're financially stable. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's the big key right there is you want to be financially stable. So so you're not worried about that year after year. Yeah. You know, you've got what you've got and you just you know, push forward and, and do the service that you want to do, which is making sure that people who are blind and have low vision can get out and enjoy the, the outdoors and learn healthy habits that they'll take with them throughout their lives. Thank you for all of this. And uh, as the voice of the community, I get to say thank you for what you do. Uh, from all of us, we really appreciate it because it's an important service. If people are moved by this, if people want to go on the website and learn more, if they want to donate, if they want to learn how to shadow or volunteer... <laughs> Look at they're calling right now. They want to know about this at this moment. <laughs> Where are they going to go? Phones are off the hook. Foresightskiguides.org <laughs> uh, yep. is our website. So go there. My phone number's on there. There's an address on there. My email. You can reach me via email through that. That's probably the best way to learn how to contact me. But I'm always happy to talk about Foresight and, um, you know, would love to get more people involved. We're so lucky to have you in this community. Thank, Thank you for what you're doing. Christine Holmberg, Executive Director of Foresight. I keep saying Foresight shorthand, but it's Foresight Adventure. What? Foresight Adventure Guides for the Blind. There it is. Foresight Adven- Adventure Guides <laughs> for the Blind. Thank you. I like phones ringing off the hook. It's just a fun day here. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valevalleypartnership.com.